You're listening to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. Welcome to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. And now your host, Melissa Jakubovic. Hey, 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 everybody. It's that time again where I hop into the community and ask a question and then share the answers with you. So I asked, what would be a social media mistake? So what are these common social media mistakes? And that's what we're talking about today. And I hopped into the community and found out that so many people thought the same thing. And it's great to know this piece of information because you can avoid it in your business. So number one is posting negative things. Almost every single person, and there were hundreds, mentioned posting negative things is a social media mistake. Now, if you have done this in the past, maybe you did this before you started your business, or maybe you did it while you started your business, or and now you feel like, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. How do you overcome it? Well, the good thing about social media is that whatever gets shared often gets shared even more. So you need to dilute the newsfeed with positivity to outnumber all those negative posts. So continue to make it a habit to post positive things. And if you made a mistake, like maybe you posted something negative and someone had a response and you posted something negative again or however it is, take screenshots of it and post the whole conversation with a public apology or explaining your side of things, trying to ease the tension and trying to show people that you meant well. So Think about how you can negate the negativity. It's to pour a lot of love on it, put a lot of positivity out there. Another one is another social media mistake is anything that puts your business or anything you're working towards in your business in a negative light and gets controversy. A lot of people mentioned this. A lot of people mentioned posting about abortions or religion or politics are too controversial for social media and to just stay away from it. And I tend to agree. Now, there is a big opportunity here for discussion between your personal page and your business page, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, Another mistake is not finding out or not even taking the time to do the research to find out what the best hashtags are for your industry in order to reach your ideal client. DiGiorno Pizza. Someone brought this to my attention. I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but DiGiorno Pizza did this exact thing, and they created a hashtag called why I stayed and they were talking about like why you didn't leave the party because DiGiorno pizza arrived give us a reason why you stayed at the party because there's pizza or why you stayed to eat the pizza and DiGiorno pizza said talk about it on social media and use the hashtag why I stayed but what they didn't know is that the hashtag why I stayed is actually a hashtag that was being used by women who were victims of domestic violence and they were sharing their stories, why they stayed in the relationship. So they got a lot of negative feedback for using that hashtag. The reason why you may not know about it now is because it's a big company. They cleared their name by undoing the bad, by posting a lot of good, also posting an apology. But this just reinforces how important it is to research your hashtags instead of just throwing some something up there and hoping for the best. Because different people are using your hashtags and you do not want to be associated with domestic violence when you're promoting your pizza. Another thing is sharing political content. So many people posted this. I'm going to mention it a few times, but posting political content could be detrimental to your business. Now, if your business is to serve 
let's say, an older population, and they need to know about congressional changes, so therefore it's relevant to post political content, then by all means, go ahead and do that. But if it's not relevant to your business, staying away from politics is a good rule of thumb. Um, just because, you know, your your target market may be a different political uh, party than you are, or they may have different viewpoints than you. And of course, you want to serve the people who resonate well with you. But if your business is not about politics, it's a problem to make that an end-all be-all for who you're going to take care of and who you're going to serve. Also, arguing on social media publicly, just going back and forth. I have a lot of people on my on my Facebook page who really share their personal uh, relationship with their spouse or their loved ones on social media. Maybe they're not in a good relationship. Maybe they're in an abusive relationship, or maybe they just don't respect each other, and they are just constantly airing out their dirty laundry. Another no to social media would be to air out your dirty laundry, to overshare. I'm all about sharing. You want to be authentic, but if you're taking it too far and it's maybe something you need to be sharing inside of a therapy session, it might not be something you want to be sharing online. Um, Being fake is a social media no-no. It's a big mistake to be fake, to not be authentic. When you're being inauthentic, you are not connecting with people. That's a common social media mistake. And then your marketing doesn't work and nobody knows why. That's why a lot of people said cold messaging. Cold messaging is a social media no-no. Spamming people on your own page is another one that came up. Now, what does that mean? When you think of spamming, you're thinking about usually sending out messages to other people with buy this, buy this, buy this, but spamming people on your own page, how does that work? Well, that's that that means talking about your product or your service or your promotion all the time on every post, constantly posting like that. That is a common mistake. Now, if you have a product-based business, I believe one in every five posts should be about your product. If you have a service-based business, I believe that all of your posts could have an underlying theme about your business and maybe not have a call to action. It needs to be value-based. So for example, I talk about marketing. When I talk about marketing, I may interweave that with with other things that I'm doing. Like, oh, today I took my boys to sleepaway camp and on the bus, one of the buses was covered in advertisements for our baseball team here in Atlanta, the Braves. So I could talk about bringing my kids to summer camp and then also say, well, they did some great advertising. The Braves did some great advertising on one of the buses that took them to camp. So I kind of wove it in there. But if all of my posts are buy my marketing packages, you need marketing, come to Melissa Marketing, you want to buy from us, then I'm not really providing any value. So hopefully you can see the difference there. Now, if you have a product-based business, for example, I I do have a health and wellness coaching company. Um, We really officially closed our doors down this year, but I do still serve clients that um, I have been serving throughout the few years that we were in business, and I sell some some shakes, protein shakes that you drink. So when I was very active in that business, I wasn't posting every day, buy my shake, buy my shake, you need this. Instead, every fifth post, one in every five posts might be like, this shake is delicious. If you want more information, message me. But if every single post is like that, people don't find any value in that, and they don't care, and they will not be on your page very long. Um, Okay, again, these subjects came up talking religion, politics, and abortion. 
It sparks a lot of controversy. It should not be subjected to your business online. Someone said not being consistent, posting with no strategy. My goodness, that's a great one. If you are not consistent or you don't have a posting strategy, you are hurting yourself. That is a big social media mistake. Another one is ignoring comments or messages. Now, if you want people to engage with you, you need to engage with them. So every comment that you get, you need to respond to it. If you ignore them, then you don't really give anyone any incentive to continue to post and comment and engage with your stuff. But if you can spark a conversation or go back and forth, With posting, you're going to see that your social media progress has really improved. Um, Another social media common mistake is focusing more on the numbers than on relationships. Now, if you're just thinking, I need to reach hundreds and hundreds of people, I'm going to spam everybody, then yes, I agree. Focusing more on the numbers than relationships is not good for you. But on the same side of it, another social media mistake could be not understanding if those numbers, if those likes and shares are actually translating to profit. So it's all about that vanity metric. I want thousands of followers. Give me thousands of followers. Some, So many of my clients, they come to me and they say, we only have 1,000 followers on our Instagram account. We need 10,000. Can you get us 10,000? So you're really focusing on the numbers. But what you don't realize is if you have 1,000 followers, you could be making a lot of money. You can be profiting from those 1,000 followers. If you have 10,000 followers and maybe they aren't your ideal target market or you're not engaging with them properly, you know, you're not going to make any money from that. That's not going to bring you any revenue. So numbers matter, but understanding those numbers matter even more. And building the relationships do matter because it's not just, I want 10,000 followers, so I look cool. You want 10,000 followers if they are truly your followers. They are your tribe. They can't wait for what you put out. They want to purchase from you. They want to get on the phone call with you. Those are the types of followers you want. So it shouldn't just be about numbers. It definitely has to be about relationships. But you do need to understand those numbers and figure out how you're using them to leverage some profit. Now, this is what we're talking about, the personal page. So yes, if you have controversial things to say and you have to post them, post them on your personal page, not your business page. However, when you're online, you are building a personal brand and many people do Engage in biz- engage with their business, engage with business posts on their personal page, although it is against Facebook policies. So just know that if someone's going to do business with you, they're going to do their research and they may go look at your pr- personal page, your private page. Depending on what privacy settings you have set up, they can see the controversial things that you are posting. So it is a risk to post on your personal page something that's controversial Because if you're promoting yourself or your brand, that's not really an ideal thing for you to do because people are going to say, oh, this person has very strong opinions about something I have very strong opinions against. I don't want to do business with them. So just be careful. It's also like when you're looking um, to apply for a job, the employer is going to Facebook stalk you. They're going to look at your LinkedIn. They're going to look online and Google and see what comes up. So you just need to be mindful of that. Other Facebook or, excuse me, other social media common mistakes are posting broken links. You want to make sure that you double check, triple check your links. Make sure they go to active pages. Um, Foul language. Now, this one is also, yes, I think that you shouldn't be throwing F-bombs everywhere, but 
if that's your target market and they have dirty mouths and that's who you serve, then they're going to appreciate the language that you use. So you want to use the language of your target market. I wouldn't say blanket statement, no foul language, but enough people wrote that, that the people do find that to be a social media mistake, something that you don't want to do. So you should be mindful of that. If if it's not your nature to be cursing at every other word, then your target market might not appreciate that. So you don't want to start doing that. But if your target market is totally in that they're always cursing, throwing F-bombs and saying shit and all that, then you want to engage in the same type of conversations that they are promoting with the same language. So think about that. You know, there is something to say about having this polarity, polarity where, uh, you know, some people hate everything you put out and they are not your target market. And then a lot of people love what you put out because you are edgy and pushing the borders. Um, another thing that people posted was when people message me to buy their product or join their team without getting to know me first. Yes, 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 yes. Let me say that again. Yes. If you are just reaching out to random people on Facebook or Instagram or wherever and you're saying, hi, buy my product. Hi, join my team. Believe me, no one's going to do that. You have to build that relationship. You have to be authentic. Do not run up to people and say, buy this, because you wouldn't do that on the street. You wouldn't run up to someone on the street and be like, buy my product. They don't know who you are. They don't care about what you offer. They don't even know if what you offer solves their problem. You haven't even taken the time to find out what their problem is. So that is not going to work. Don't do that. Um, I'd like to add to that. um, A big social media mistake would be putting people into groups without their permission. And I've been put into many groups. I'm like, oh, how did I end up into this Facebook group? I didn't ask to be here. You can invite people into your groups for sure, but don't join, don't have people join groups. Don't message people that you've never spoken to before. Hey, join my group. That's just not good marketing. That's not good networking. It just really gives you a bad name, honestly. Uh, Having a one size fits all response to any comment on social media is another social media mistake. So if you're just hitting copy paste and responding to everybody, people will see through that. You're being inauthentic. You're not building relationships, but you're very good with copy and paste. So good job. That's not how you build a business. Um, Being rude or arguing with customers that comment. That's true. You should never be rude to people who are your potential buyers. Not only are you showing that you have bad customer service to the one person that is saying something to you and you're responding to them, but also to everybody else that is searching for your business that lives online. They're going to see that and they're going to go, oh, that's how she talks to her customers. Nope, not interested in doing business with her. So be very mindful of that. And on the same note, deleting posts from dissatisfied customers. That is a social media mistake because you could use that to your advantage. You can respond to them. You can make sure that The person who posted that is being taken care of and you are serving them to the highest quality. You can ask them, what could we do to make this situation better? How could we make this better? And um, that's definitely what you want to strive for. Another common social media mistake is sharing information that isn't yours to share. Just like when someone tells you a secret, you're not supposed to go tell everyone else. Don't take someone else's information 
and share it out. It's not good. On the same note, people's artwork, their images, don't use those things without their permission. That's what stock photos are for. And you can get stock photos online, stock images. So make sure that you're using stock photos instead of sharing other people's images and artwork without their permission. Another big social media mistake. This one's so, 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 so important. It's the follow, unfollow strategy, or I should say unstrategy. It is not a strategy to follow, unfollow. It is so bad for your platforms. The platform that you're on, let's say it's Instagram. Instagram knows that people are doing follow, unfollow, so they will punish you for that. They will not show your things in news feeds. They will not promote your posts. They will not boost your affinity. Do not do the follow, unfollow. Also, posting stock photos with generic quotes that have no real real substance behind them is really bad for your for your platform. Um, chasing follow counts, we talked about that a little bit, that vanity metric. It's not how many people you have. It's not the quantity. It's the quality of the people that you have. Using bots, another bad mistake here. We do not want to use bots to reach people. We don't want to use bots to message people. We don't want to use bots to follow them or unfollow them or anything like that. Using bots is terrible. It really, really messes up your affinity in the Facebook uh, newsfeed and also in Instagram. And they're catching on. You know, that algorithm works against you when you use bots. So you're really just hurting yourself. Purposefully provoking a troll thread on a controversial issue just to increase engagement. Again, it's not about vanity. It's not about increasing engagement inauthentically. And you don't want to be a troll. That's not how you're going to build your business. So stay away from that. Spamming new followers. That's as soon as they follow you, you're like, hey, I'm here. Buy my stuff awful. Hate that. And I'm sure you hate that too. So don't be the one that's creating that environment online. And the last one is not providing any value. If you do not provide value, there is no incentive to follow you. There is no incentive to engage with you. And there is no incentive to do business with you. Provide value first before you ask for a sale and be consistent. Constantly, constantly, constantly staying on top of your posting strategy, on your engagement strategy, on your email strategy, on your marketing strategy, whatever strategy you are doing, do it consistently. I hope this helps and I will see you next time. If you loved this episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review so we can reach more people and share our content with those that can benefit most. And before you go, I want to invite you to join my Social Marketing Academy, where you can master the skills you need to manage and scale your own business or your clients' businesses. This membership will give you all the tools you need to be successful online and teach you how to engage properly with your ideal audience. New courses are constantly being added to the Academy, and you can work Work through them at your own pace. Check it out now at socialmarketingacademy.org. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast at www.marketingtipswithmelissa.com.